Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Game Boys, Go Left Gaming's official bi-weekly podcast. Today is November, uh, October, not November. <laughs> wow. October 11th. That was fast. 2013. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Max Roberts, and tonight I am joined with, as always, Alex Ray. Hello there, all of you beautiful people. I think that you all look so wonderful tonight. You can't see them. <laughs> and then next we have Mitchell Morgan Freeman. Hello. Yes, he has a manly, beautiful, manly voice. He should be a narrator. Like Morgan I, I would like to point out to everyone that is listening to this. Mitchell is ha- Mitchell. You're 15, right? He is yes. by far the youngest person on this podcast. I am 19. This man has a deeper voice than I do. The world is unfair. Is basically what I'm trying to get across. That, Think that, about it. You it, have a job at Hastings. Ah. I do have a job at Hastings. And the man that made that very valid point is Rocky. Is it An Anarchy? I've never pronounced your real last name. It's, it's Anakin Skywalker. We'll cut the last Rockdar. name. Rocky Rockdar. That'll work too. I just I never had pronounced your real last name, and I've known you since I was 13 years old. Good times. Hi, my name is Rocky. Nice to meet all of you lovely people that I can't see. There we go. Speaking of not being able to see you and you not being able to see us, I do have one announcement I want to make before we get into the show, and that is... Segway. Thank you. You're on the ball. Good job. A scooter? Where? (laughs) Anyway, what I wanted to say was that the Game Boys from now on will be an audio-only podcast. And the reason is, is... Because my face was blinding everyone. <laughs> and no one could see my face. There, while a slew of technical difficulties on all four parts, it is the, uh, the software I used to capture the podcast video side of it. It was not syncing the audio and video. It looked like a very old Japanese Godzilla film. And that, that bothered me. And it might be, I don't, I don't know if my computer just can't handle capturing two and a half hours of video straight and it the audio doesn't sync or whatever but i want to i want to make sure that we deliver the best content and lips out of sync is not the best content so to keep in line with that i feel like it should just be an audio podcast now so and not to mention that skype also has better call quality yeah so it should sound better and um hopefully i'll be able to get a snowball microphone here in the future join the club but um, so overall, it's just to make a better product for you guys to listen to. Every other Friday, Monday is when you listen to it. We record on Fridays. So with that said, I think we should get into the question of the week. It's just a little thing I'd like to open the show with. Today's a little bit more basic than your zombie apocalypse type question. Just uh, today's question was submitted by it, some handsome devil. It was. It was submitted by our our host here, Rocky. My fellow host. And um, the question is, uh, who are the top three characters you'd like to see in the new Super Smash Brothers game? It's just, it's there's a slew of three new characters came out over the course of the past three weeks, one of which we'll be talking about today. There's been some leaks. So Rocky thought it would be a good idea to talk about who we want to see in the Smash Brothers game. And, and in spirit of that, I think, Rocky, you should go first. We'll go out of order here. We'll, we'll have Rocky go first. I got one of those Monopoly cards that said, hey, you can go first. Um, there you go. This turn. Uh, anyway, so my three characters uh, are the following. Um, I don't know. How many of you played uh, 
Super Mario RPG. I did. Uh, not played it, but understand yeah. its importance. Well, there's this character called Gino. I've heard of Gino. He was rumored. He was, actually- he was rumored for Brawl, wasn't he? Yeah, everybody wanted him. Okay. Anyways, so that's my number one. I think he'd just be, you know, one of those out of the blue characters that everybody would kind of like be like, oh, this is this is kind of neat. Kind of like how Pitt came in out of nowhere and not mm-hmm. a lot of people heard about him or like even uh, Marth what? and Roy. Yeah. So I think he'd be a, a neat little introduction to the series. Plus, you know, he hasn't been rendered in 3D ever. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> at least you count mode seven. Say what? I said unless you count mode seven. I guess so. Um, my second pick, and uh, these are out of complete order, not in like any order of like who I want to be and above everybody else is just me rambling on. My my other uh, character in there is definitely uh, uh, Bowser Jr. Okay, uh, like the one the one from from uh, what is it? Super Mario Sunshine, because he had the ability to like put the thing on and turn into like uh, Shadow Mario or whatever. I think that'd just be really that'd be pretty really sweet. Cool. That and also he could use the um, the paintbrush lance as a weapon. Yeah, yeah, and he's. Ooh. I like uh, if you haven't noticed. I seem to flock to more like nimble characters. They kind of jump, mm-hmm. and, uh, light, quick. Yeah, like Toon Link. Yeah, like, Toon Link's awesome. Toon Link's brilliant. And my last one, if it hasn't been apparent this week, and I'm really disappointed that I was wrong because today is Friday, and obviously they didn't put the update up that I really wanted, but. Uh, Mewtwo, I obviously want Mewtwo back, especially because after all his publicity with X and Y, he has mm-hmm. a lot of potential to be really super like, awesome. I mean, could you not see his final smash being just Mega Mewtwo, X or Y? I mean, I don't know which form it would be, but... Both. <laughs> uh, th- no. <laughs> Do you, uh, kind of just kind of want to throw this in there, just fi- mentioning Final Smash is, if you, if you just have an idea for a specific character of a Final Smash... Just throw it in there when you name them, that because that'd be pretty cool to add on. Okay, Gino, I have no idea. It's yeah. been a while. Um, uh, definitely, maybe for uh, Bowser Junior, he could get in that. You know, the giant Bowser rocket thing that he was totally in. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, that could be that. Okay. Um, or he could just paint the whole screen in graffiti. I don't care. Um, and for Mewtwo, definitely what we said: Mega Mewtwo Y or Mega Mewtwo X, or maybe it's like a random thing like it could be either or okay yeah i can see that um, and i think that does it for me all right okay. A- alex uh, who would you like to see in smash brothers well my um the people i'd like to see are since Mega Man has already been confirmed i would also really like to see um either zero or base or okay. boss base well, bass bass whatever his name is. i know who um, you're talking about yeah basically that dude but I would much more prefer Zero. Um, but anyways, um, I don't really know what his final smash could be. But I mean, if you already have Mega Man, you might as well get him bring in the who um, kids that played Mega Man back they considered to be the coolest character in Mega Man, Zero. Because, I mean, he had the cool um, lightsaber thing, and it, it was just cool. Mm-hmm. And um, my second character, um, he was in Brawl, but they haven't confirmed him yet, is... I want to see Snake back. I really like Snake because he played really uniquely. Um, And he was one of those characters that he was kind of hard to learn how to play, but I really liked him. And his Final Smash could be the same Final Smash as last time. Although I I personally would like to see um, 
see them change it maybe to something like he summons a Metal Gear or something, and it just shoots a big laser or shoots a nuclear warhead onto the... Wouldn't that be a little contradictory to, like, his whole character? (laughs) Using a Metal Gear to to win. Well, he may or may not use a Metal Gear in um, 4. I haven't played 4. You haven't played, you haven't played Metal Gear Solid 4? I, no, my PS3 broke. Yeah. The disk drive broke. I can't I'm, play games. I know what you're talking about, though. Um, yeah, but, I mean, he he technically uses one. I mean, that isn't a big spoiler, is it? Nah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, kind of. Well, we can bleep it out afterwards. Okay, anyways, but... And then my third one is the one none of you have heard yet. Um, what I would love is for Teddy from Persona 4... I'm a massive Persona fan. I love Persona. I consider, I consider Persona 4 to be like the best um, Japanese RPG of all time. Debatable. Um, yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VI is up there. But anyways, um, Teddy is like the pretty much the mascot of the, um, of the thing, of the entire series. And also, he's really cartoony, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a bear in like a suit type thing. And so he would, like, match in. He wouldn't, like, have a stark contrast to all the other characters. And he acts more as a mascot. And I figure um, if they can fit in, like, a black mage from um, the Final Fantasy universe in Mario Hoops 3-on-3, they had um, a black mage from Square Enix. And I know Atlas has done several things with Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing I think that would stop that is the fact that every other character has at least appeared on a Nintendo console once, whereas there has never... Hmm? Alex? 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 Oh, no. I'm back. We lost him! Clear! Alex. Onto the floor. Ah, there you are. There he is. You vanished. You disappeared for a good 20 seconds. Oh. Well, then, I guess we need to edit that out, then. Not really. No, it adds to character. Just keep it flowing. Yeah, just keep going. Hey, where did I stop at? Uh, you were talking about what Teddy was cartoonish and that every most characters have been in a Nintendo game at least okay. once, except... Oh, um, except for Square Enix um, held with Mario Hoops 3-on-3, three mm-hmm. and they had the Black Mage in there. And to be fair, there has been a black mate. I mean, there have been Final Fantasy games on the um, on Nintendo consoles before, but I feel like he could just really fit in well. I could see it. I see it. Yeah. But also, um, for his final smash, he um, one of his moves is where he can throw a nuclear bomb onto, like, throw a nuclear bomb down, and then. it does a ton of damage, but what he could do is he could throw it down and shoot everyone off of the stage. So you like Final Smashes with nuclear bombs? Yes, pretty much. All right, there we go. Is that all the characters for you, Alex? Yep. All right, Mitchell Morgan, lay it down for me. Yeah. Three characters you want okay. to see in Smash Bros. All right, so as you know, I'm not a huge Nintendo fan, so these uh, take these with a grain of salt. Um, Grain of salt taken. In Brawl, my three main characters that I always play as are Samus and Snake, but you already chose Snake and Samus is already in the game. 
and Mr. Game & Watch, who hasn't been confirmed yet as far as I'm aware. You would be correct. All right. Uh, Mr. Game & Watch, I, he, his moves are just so varied. I think he's just one of the most fun characters to play as because, you know, you get that little, like, air blower thing and mm-hmm. flipping patties on people, and I'd keep his final smash the same, being the giant octopus that just rains from the sky. Octopus. Yeah. Um, do you guys like Mr. Game & Watch, or am I alone in uh, that? No, I, I, I like him. He's, I, he isn't my main, but I like him. Right, yeah. yeah okay. he's, very, he's a very unique character, and I think a lot of people, like, I mean, he can be really powerful if you know how to use him. He's, think, he can be yeah. brutal. Yeah. Especially if you if you're playing teams and your partner is Ness or Lucas and you get the bucket, it's over. Oh yeah. It's over. Mm-hmm. Number two is Little Mac from Punch Out. Ooh. I think Previous. he's a great one mm-hmm. for Smash Brothers. Because he's already a uh, fighting character, so we would translate yeah. perfectly. And my idea for a final smash would be like in the style of Link where you're just like smashing one person. Mm-hmm. So you just run up to the character, do the final smash, and it's just like a quick like punch to him, yeah. and then a final uppercut and just like blast him through the top of the screen. That would be perfect. And I, his, I, the uppercut I, could hit, uh, like you know, say you fight in Mario, Mario goes up and he hits a Luigi on the platform above him, and it would take. Yeah. I definitely could see that. And he was he was an assist trophy in Brawl, so he could make the uh, he could be promoted. That'd be awesome. That would be pretty sweet. Third one, um, there was a petition that started, I think, after E3 to get Reggie fils in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest thing my, of all time. I mean, I don't think it'll ever happen, but if it were. Let's just be realistic here. His final smash would be, my body is ready. That's what I was thinking. He screams, <laughs> my body is ready, and just turns into a giant, takes over the screen, oh and the game gosh. just stops. Uh, he would turn into a purple Pikmin. <laughs> <laughs> yes that would be perfect that would be perfect all right those are my three okay that leaves me my my three a long time requested character ridley from the metroid series good one uh, how would that work though ridley is huge bowser yeah. is huge bowser's in smash i know but he's like land based Ridley feels more like a boss kind of character to me. Ridley totally... They can make up some bogus reason in adventure mode why he's shrunk down. I got it. I got it. Instead of Ridley, we have Ridley Jr. <laughs> or Meta Ridley. Meta Ridley's just the robot version, so the robot can be constructed in size. I would love to see Ridley. He would be... He could be very much like a Charizard in essence. And even if it's a Meta Ridley, he would be lighter and faster. But I just... Metroid's my favorite Nintendo franchise, and I want to see Ridley. Ridley would. No, be- I I do I I see um, having a lighter and faster Charizard as Ridley. I think that would actually kind of work out. Mm-hmm. And the next thing, keeping with Nintendo first parties, and because my last one's not first party stuff, um, I would either love to the the Ice Climbers, although haven't been confirmed. And may not be because of the 3DS constraints. I would love to see another set of characters like them. Uh, when Brawl was released, people found in the code a uh, Pulse, Pulsel, and Min, Minule. I can't pronounce their names. Pulsel and Minin? Yeah, from P- Pokemon. 
you could see them together, or I would prefer a Baby Mario, Baby Luigi combination. And they could, you know, the hammers and things very much from the Mario RPG game Partners in Time, how they work together. I think... Kind of like Ice Climbers? Yeah, they would work like Ice yeah. Climbers at the same time. Okay. I think they would either make a nice replacement for Ice Climbers, something different, diverse, or just another two-pair character. I think that would be pretty cool. And then last but not least uh, would either be Sora or Roxas from Kingdom Hearts. Most likely Roxas, simply because there have been exclusive two Nintendo consoles only Kingdom Hearts games. You've got 358 over two days, Recoded, and Dream Drop Distance. Uh, Two of those feature Sora, and one of them features Roxas, but, I mean, a a Keyblade-wielding Roxas or Sora would be perfect. They have magic, so that could be their long-range attacks, and the Keyblades, and then Final Smashes could be, if it was Sora, you could do um, the Trinity, I forget, the ultimate Trinity between Donald and Goofy, so that would work. Or if you're a Roxas, you could dual-wield and become, you know, daunt your black robe from Organization 13 and destroy everyone with dual Keyblades. So, Max, what about the other two Final Smashes? Oh. That's true. Um, Ridley? I've, I have no idea what Ridley would do. I mean, Eat someone. If he, oh, he could, their brain. He could, he could summon space pirates. Yeah. Uh, very much like <gasps> Pits. Final oh, Smash. I got it. I got it. No, he could um, summon Mother Brain, and she could do that big laser thing. I just said thing. that. I just said that. <laughs> Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Um, for Baby Mario, Baby Luigi, uh, maybe something in essence with Partners in Time. I don't know. Freeze everyone. Big hammers. I don't know. If it was giant rattles. There you go. Or in essence of Double Dash, a big giant chain chomp that just dragged them around the screen. That was their power up. I think that would be pretty cool. That uh. That's who I would want to see in Smash Brothers, and if Ridley Ridley's the main priority, Ridley needs to be in Smash Four. That's all said and done. Is that is that it, guys? Yes. Yeah. All right. These were our opinions, so. but if you have yours, please tweet us at Go Left Gaming. Bam. On oh, Twitter. On Twitter, the tweeter. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's dive into what we've been playing. Uh, just keep it short and sweet. Tonight, Alex, what have you been playing? Well, I played some Uncharted 3 multiplayer last night after not having played Uncharted 3 in almost one and a half years, I guess, <laughs> and realized I suck horribly now, and everyone else has like the downloadable packs and has all the nice weapons. And I'm stuck <laughs> with an AK-47, and, uh, and I don't know what's going on. Everyone's shooting me. And I'm having like non-flashbacks. Yep. Um, and then I've also been playing Final Fantasy 13. Uh-huh. Rocky, we don't question what happened to Nom, okay? Okay, that's, okay? That's, so that's right. shh, shh, shh. Anyways, I've also been playing Final Fantasy 13. And I haven't gotten any farther. I'm stuck on the Jabberwocky. Anyone that has played Final Fantasy XIII knows exactly what the Jabberwocky is. How far and into the game is that? Very. Like, I mean, oh. I'm probably near the very end. But telling you that it's the Jabberwocky isn't spoiling anything. because it's Final Fantasy XIII ruined. Newsflash. Final Fantasy XIII is... No, Rocky... Rocky... Um... um 
sent me a message earlier whenever I was talking about Final Fantasy 13, and he said, don't give up hope. I said, no, hope is the issue, and because uh, he's my healer, and he keeps on dying. Well, stop uh, Stop letting hope die. It's hard to let, it's hard to, like, not let hope die. He has, like, no he- health. Oh, and also, That's I've been ironic. playing, I've I also, yes, I've also been playing watching the Nostalgia Critic. Never even heard of it. You've never heard Neither. of the Nostalgia uh, whatever. <laughs> it's going to take too long for me to, to tell you what the Nostalgia Critic is. Basically, he, re- he reviews old bad shows okay. and makes fun of them. Thumbs up. I can, yeah. I get down with that. All right, Mitchell, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing XCOM Enemy Unknown, which I got for free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Um, which expired, so I only got to play it for a couple hours. Oh. But that game is a lot of fun. What's it? What, it's what's it? A really? All I know is it's uh, about aliens. It is. It's a. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. It's a real-time strategy game, uh, top-down, and you are the commander of a squad of four or more people, and you're basically just moving throughout this little map, uh, and you're moving throughout the map trying to eliminate the enemy team, and it plays kind of like Civ in a turn style. So you. Have, control your squad for one turn, you make your moves, get everyone set up, and then the enemy makes their moves and gets set up, and you know, sounds, just goes on. The, sounds like Fire After like 20-30 minutes. Sounds yeah, like- I was I was fixing Advanced Wars, which is pretty much Fire Emblem. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm not sure how either of those play. It's the um, exact same way what you just said. Okay, cool. So, yes, like Fire Emblem. Thumbs up. Um, but it's it's a pretty deep game. And I tried to rush through it, which I wouldn't recommend because once when someone dies in that game, they're gone for good, and you lose all their upgrades and oh, so it really stuff. is like Fire Emblem. Yeah. Um. So take your time with that game. Okay, I, I got that on I got that on PlayStation Plus as well, but I never played it. I never you got should check it out. But do you like me some real time strategy? It's like complicated chess. Yeah. Okay. Aliens. Is that everything you've been playing? I played a little bit of the Battlefield 4 beta on PC. How's that? The beta is kind of spotty. There's a lot of frame rate issues and a lot of bugs. Mm. But um, if you're just taking it as Battlefield and kind of ignore all the bugs, it's a lot of fun. Okay. You get to play on that map that you saw at E3 with the building that falls down like halfway through the round. Have you seen the building fall down? I was on the building as it was falling down. What? I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was gonna down, happen. Tumbling down, tumbling down. <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna happen and suddenly my screen started shaking. I was like, what what's going on? I realized I was on that building and I just sprinted for the edge of the building and jumped off as it was tilting over. That it was, sounds it, insane. It's a pretty epic moment. So um what exactly system are you running? Like um how many gigs and what kind of video card? Um I have a custom built PC. Um, mm-hmm. an HD Radon 6870, uh, mm-hmm. eight gigs of RAM, and a quad core 3.6 gigahertz processor. Oh, so you're running pretty good. And if it's having frame rate issues on yours, then yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some of the frame rate issues are from Mind Machine, and some of them are from it just being a beta. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen anything from the 360 beta yet. Yeah. But people who've played that are having texture issues where the whole entire map is just a really dull gray. Like, there's no textures at all. And it's even bricking a lot of people's consoles. 
And this, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why you should buy an Xbox One. Microsoft endorsed. Great. Oh, poor Rocky, the only Microsoft guy here. Rocky? I only own an Xbox 360 and an Xbox, but not an Xbox One. That's because it's not out yet. Exactly. Boom. And I don't plan on getting one yet. Bam. Not until Halo 5 comes out. There you go. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I will, I'm willing to bend my ethics just a bit so I could get um, Forza 5. <laughs> just to justify. Mm. Okay. Sorry, guys. Oh, my goodness. Rocky, what in the world have you been playing? All right, seriously, how many of you seriously. have seen YouTube video, Dumb Ways to Die? Hand I up. have. Yep. Yep, all right. Well, finally, finally, I mean surprisingly, uh, <laughs> I went on the App Store for both iOS and Android, and I was like, what is this? Dumb Ways to Die, the, the game? So I want you to, you've heard the song, Dumb Ways to Die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, check this out. I put it in my senior DVD. Listen to this. Um, Well, almost listen to this. Uh, We're having some technical difficulties. Let me restart the app. Oh. This is my fault. Uh, It's not that the app's not working. I want to get the music to play at just the right time. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hold up to the microphone. Listen to this. When you boot up the game. <laughs> nice. Pretty sweet. 8-bit nice. remix. And basically, it's WarioWare, but with the dumb ways to die. Nice. It is insane. I found it very addictive. There's no in-app purchases. Um, and as you, as you, you know, complete more and more, you know, as your score gets higher and higher, you unlock the characters from the, the game, not the game, the video. And, um, basically you don't get to play as these characters cause obviously it's like Wario, but, uh, WarioWare, but I mean, you just have them, they're kind of like trophies. So, Hey, look how far I've gotten kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And eventually you unlock the original video. So you always have it on your phone there. I'm not sure if it requires an internet connection. I'm pretty sure it doesn't because it played in pretty high quality and I have terrible coverage. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm pretty sure it's just included in the app somewhere. You just unlock it and you can play the video and show your friends. It's very, very cool. Um, so far, uh, the only gripe, I don't know if it's more of a gripe. It's, I really can't decide if I like it or hate it. It's like I've gotten up to like 1,200 points before or higher. And basically... Like, I'd have to go back and said, earn 500 points to unlock a new character. So I unlock a new character and said, earn 700 points. I was like, I just earned 1,200 points. So why do I have to go back and play it again to get 700 or more to unlock another character? And if I scored above, like, 1,000, I'd still have to go back again after unlocking 700. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm following Mm -hmm. you. I think it's to extend the game. um, To to uh, boost the replay value. Yeah, boost replay value. Instead, you know, people that are really good at it would just get everything in one try. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a it's a right cute little game. Uh, I haven't had a lot of time with work. Uh, marching Man season's really been, you know, pretty heating up. Uh, in fact, I leave uh, to go to a really big com- BOA competition. If for all of you to know what that is, uh, it's a really big deal. Um, at about six a.m. Eastern time tomorrow, and it is right now ten twenty eight. That's so. that's when my shift at work starts tomorrow. So there we go. We'll be up at the same time. 
works for me. Oh yeah, there's probably. I'm working tomorrow in the morning. I'm sure that there's going to be tons of people there pot, buying X and Y. Oh Segway? yeah. Oh, too bad it's not bedtime. Uh, By the way, um, for all those people that don't know, I work at Hastings, which is a video game um, book nerd store. store. I mean, seriously, it is like your nerd, like the nerdiest, most awesome store ever. We sell musical equipment, we sell video games, we sell anime, that we sell books, we have movie rentals, we have movies, we just have all sorts of stuff. And it's a beautiful a coffee shop. And, and yes, we do have a coffee shop. And yes, this this plug was sponsored by Hastings. <laughs> Uh, this is how we keep the podcast free, guys, because we have employees that work all over the industry. Definitely. For wait, sure. Wait, 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 wait. So does that mean we get free coffee? Absolutely. No. <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump into what I haven't been playing because, like Mitchell last time, I have fallen short of the bar and not played a video game in two weeks. Now, odds are I... I, I think if I didn't beat GTA 5 by the last time that we had the show, I definitely beat it beforehand, watched those 36 minutes of glorious credits and catchy music. And then the Sunday after the show, uh, Breaking Bad ended, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, Breaking Bad ended mm-hmm. that the following Sunday after we recorded the show. So the day before, it actually went live. Breaking Bad ended, all six seasons were over, so on Monday, I decided to start Breaking Bad. And in a 10-day binge, I watched Breaking Bad beginning to end. So there was no time for video games, there was no time to dilly-dally, it was me, Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, or 10 days straight, and it was a glorious, glorious 10 days. You know what's not glorious? Hmm? You know what's not glorious? I don't know. Netflix taking off Full Metal Alchemist when I was in the middle of it. Oh, uh, that happened to me yes. with South Park. <laughs> yes, Rocky. <laughs> but at least you have Hulu still. Yeah. I, I quit Hulu. Stupid commercials. Well, I mean, it's good. Commercials. I'm paying them money. They should not be commercials. Well, I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you can watch a lot of their stuff for free. Like, I know all of um, Full Metal Alchemist is all free. But there's commercials. Mm. Well, I'm, I know, but the but anime studios don't make that much money, and they need the money from advertising. They're poor. Just like us. Yes. <laughs> anime studios are the equivalent of us. They're broke. All right. I'm going to make that a meme. There you go. All right, let's... Let's dive into the news here because we've got quite a hefty topic of the week. So let's kind of let's jump into the news here and start off with what I believe we've started the past two episodes with Grand Theft Auto Five. Because what is this like the fifth time? Just kidding. It probably is. <laughs> five fifth. Uh, five fifth. Got it. That was on purpose. Grand Grand Theft Auto Line, um, as I predicted to myself, I really didn't say anything too publicly. Um, the online launch of the game is a wreck, disastrous. People losing characters, saves, it's all cloud-based. The servers were down for the first two days. People were very having very spotty connections. It's just, it's been a disaster. And a lot of people, there's really two camps here. It's either, uh, they're a rock star. We can, get, you know, toss them a bone. They get off the, the hook. Or the other people that, the camp I'm in, rightfully, you know, Rockstar postponed the online for two weeks. 
they knew how many people bought the game. I mean, they should have they should have realized based off the trajectory of predicted sales, they should have been more prepared than what they were. Um, Did you see that tweet? Well, which tweet? The one with about their servers. Go, someone go look that up. I don't know. Oh, well, while you're looking it up, I do want to. I do want this to be fair. Um, in the United States, um, for those of you that are not from the United States, our international listeners, um, the government shutdown took place on the same day as oh, the launch. Please. So you had like 500,000 government employees home that wouldn't normally have been home to play Grand Theft Auto. And so that's like a lot more than they were expecting. Touche. Touche. So... We need to give a bit of the benefit of the doubt on that. So the government that the game is satiring from beginning to end is the reason GTA Online didn't work. Yes. yes. This is one of the only times that it will ever actually be reasonable to say, um, thanks Obama. That will be, this is one of the few times <laughs> that we can actually legitimately say that. Oh my goodness. So from... Um, Whatever, what are this the Game Boys from whatever from the Game Boys to you, Mr. President? Thanks, Obama. <laughs> wait, wait, I did not sign anything. <laughs> I, Any, I did I, not express the opinion of user, viewers and or other hosts other than AW. Mitchell, Mitchell, you said people were losing saves, right? Yes, characters were just being wiped. Were they losing single player characters or multiplayer characters? Only multiplayer. Okay, then I I don't think this is that huge of a deal in my opinion okay i don't i don't think the server issues were that uh you, jarring. They you, you don't think it's on par with something like sim city or diablo 3 no because sim city you paid that 60 dollars and you couldn't play the game without an online connection and they we didn't have servers for two weeks so you couldn't play yeah. the game at all for two wait weeks. hold on mitchell you spent 60 dollars on sim city yeah but i mean i loved it but EA was like stupid with like their you have to play it on our servers thing. That didn't bother me as much because I have a stable internet connection. What did bother me was that they were for sure that the servers were going to work and they didn't for two weeks. That's what sucked about that game. Thumbs up. But so back to GTA. Yeah. Um, I would say it the online while still part of the game it was technically just a free update. So, to me, it does suck that you couldn't play it for a week, but I don't think they should get nearly as much hate as EA did, because it was just an extra service added on to the game. And it isn't, is it working now? Uh, they put out a recent patch that's supposed to stop deleting your online characters and save vehicles from garages. Uh, that's good. But there's no concrete, this is 100% up and running. People are still having server issues and not being able to connect. Some are having more luck than others, so. And then they announced that stimulus package, right, where right. everyone gets five hundred thousand dollars in game. Yeah, half a million bucks in game for anyone that's played uh, at the beginning of launch, which kind of makes me upset because, you know, I just I assumed that the servers weren't going to work in the beginning, mm -hmm. and I was right, and so I just I wasn't even going to bother with the game until I know the online portion is working one hundred percent. Then I'll yeah. start you know investing my time in it. But uh, I'm okay with missing out half a million bucks. How how much how far would that get you in GTA Five? Um, well, 
If I went into GTA 5 right now, how fast could I blow $500,000? Well, that really depends on where you are if you were in single player or multiplayer. It's multiplayer, yeah. I really don't um, know where you really start and what you know how much a property, an apartment, a vehicle costs. Um, mm-hmm. But in single player, you know, 500,000 500, could... Um, you could buy a pretty snazzy car. You wouldn't be able to buy a property. Um, you could buy a lot of weapons with it, customization, clothes, and things like that. But I I don't know how the online currency situation works in GTA Five. So is it like its own self-sustaining economy? Like people will sell their oh yeah apartments there's, and then oh there's a full stock stock exchange in that game that Crazy. works with everyone else. My stocks are traded with your stocks and all that jazz. Awesome. There's it's um, it's really cool. They have two I, stock I, markets. One I love that a game with everyone. I love that game about murdering hookers and stealing cars is teaching us how to use the stock market. It's pretty educational. So I don't have GTA five. So obviously the online not working doesn't affect me as much as someone who has it. Mm-hmm. So did that bother you? Or were you well, were you kind of prepared for it? Well, like I said, I figured it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm excited for GTA Online. I'm part of Maverick 10's crew, you know, the launch. I want to yeah. play with them. Um, but due to server issues and just I don't want to invest. Like, IGN uh, has Keza McDonald reviewing the online portion of the game. And she spent 20, 25 hours online. And her character just poof, gone one day, uh, deleted from the cloud servers, just gone. And so 25 hours of progress just gone. I didn't want to start investing that kind of time to run into a, a hiccup. So I'm waiting for it. But am I upset? I mean, I'm not a diehard Grand Theft Auto fan, but I did pay $60 and that was part of my package. And I would have liked to play it on day one. I would have, you know, I would have liked it. But I'm, I just don't think you should give Rockstar a free pass because they're Rockstar. Oh, no, you don't give yeah, them a free pass. However, you do give them a benefit of the doubt. Yeah, they shouldn't have had it done. But I'm sure that, that I mean, stuff came up. Yeah, I just, they postponed it two weeks. And, they, I mean, they knew, they had projected sales, and they knew how many people were going to, I mean, they could have used part of their billion dollars of profit to buy a few more server farms. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to use the billion dollars of, par- of profit before you actually have the billion dollars of profit. Well, they made True. the billion dollars of profit in three days. So I think mm, I, good point. I, I think they're I think they had their money pretty quick. <laughs> but I mean, it's just I I I do agree that it it's not on par with the SimCity debacle, but. Rockstar should have expect should have prepared more for it, and because of that, it's it's uh it's unfortunate. It really is for the uh, the gaming community and especially the Grand Theft Auto community. It's just it's upsetting. It's sad, but it'll be fixed. Rockstar's on it. I mean, they put out another patch today or yesterday. I mean, they're very active on it, and uh, they'll they'll fix it. It'll be okay. It'll it'll make it. It'll, I it'll be okay. Between. It'll be okay. 
Tall, gonna be okay, guys. Nobody, nobody stop. Nobody's gonna cry. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's 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 flow into the next topic, which is another Grand Theft Auto. This one should be a bit quicker. It actually broke today. Apparently, rapper Daz Dillinger has sent Rockstar a little a little letter saying, "Hey, either recall." every single copy of Grand Theft Auto and destroy every unsold copy or compensate me properly for using my songs. And apparently, Rockstar used Dillinger's songs, quote, Seawalk and Nothing But the Cavi Hit, uh, and they only offered him $4,271 for both of the songs. So he has issued an ultimatum to Rockstar saying give me more money or destroy every single copy of Grand Theft Auto V in the entire world. But didn't he accept that deal in the first place? Apparently, according to the articles, he turned down their offer, quote, of an offensively low offer of $4,271, end quote. They still use the song. And they still used his two songs. According okay. now, this is according to Dillinger. Rockstar has not made a public statement about this yet, and apparently, he's given Rockstar 14 days to respond to the situation. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna get called bullshit on that because um, Rockstar would never do something like that. They aren't that stupid. Um, I, I have to agree with you there. I don't think Rockstar Rockstar can't be stupid enough to take someone's music without their permission. But also, um. Why would you be upset about your song being in one of the most popular games of the decade? You have millions and millions of people listening to your song. They're like, wow, I like that song. I'm going to look that dude up. I have to say, I, I, when I do play as Franklin, I play the rap stations, and I'm pretty sure I've heard these songs quite a few times. <laughs> I mean, it's free... Um, Advertisement. I mean, no, no, no. You're getting paid for the advertisements. Right. Uh, he just, apparently he thinks, obviously, I i don't work in this industry. I don't know how much you should pay an artist to use their song in a game or a movie or a television show or anything like that. But according to Daz Dillinger, the rapper, $4,271 is, quote, offensively low, end quote. You know, offensively low would have been, hey, we're going to do this for free. I just, he's given Rockstar 14 days to respond. I mean, this just broke today, this morning. So we're going to see, well, I mean, within the next two weeks from today, most likely by the next uh, episode, we should have Rockstar's official response to Mr. Dillinger. Well, their time will be up. <laughs> well, I'm assuming by then they will made some form of formal response and have settled this issue because I, I mean, they could get sued and I'm sure they'd win. I, I'm just I'm thinking about Rockstar and one rapper. I I feel like Rockstar would win any lawsuit, but I feel like we'll have some form of an answer by the but next. What time. if what if they lost? Well, I guess the police would have to come take my copy of Grand Theft Auto V and burn it, and I would cry. Uh, I, I would say, I would reference a song 
um, that says something to the effect of bleep the police, but <laughs> apparent, but I'm pretty sure Rocky would get offended. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's let's flow on to the next topic here. I didn't have a cool segue for that. I'll work on a better one for the next one. But um, you tried your best. <laughs> not really. But Tuesday of this week, uh, a very cool game came out for PlayStation Three owners: Quantum Dreams, uh, brand new game Beyond Two Souls, starring Ellen Page and William Dafoe. And it's getting the reviews oh, yeah. are very polarizing very confusing you've got this game is terrible and you've got this game as a masterpiece and it's so basically heavy rain i loved heavy rain <laughs> i know but there were some people that hated heavy rain there were some people that loved heavy rain it's just i think i've this is definitely i think the the fact that the reviews are so varied that this is a testament that this is a game you gotta try before yeah. you buy you put it down i mean you oh. can buy it try it try yeah. it you gotta buy it before you put it down there you go uh i do want to say i played the demo i got it a week before it launched on psn gamestop was giving codes away but um the demo from what i played it was mitchell did you see the video uh that colin and ryan mccafferty made on igm i didn't okay well it's uh I'm pretty sure we've all seen it. It's the E3 portion where she's on the train and the motorcycle and the gas station and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Played that portion of the game. And then also her as a very young child in um, some sort of testing facility. The controls is Aiden, the entity tied to Jody, who's played by Ellen Page. Uh, the controls for it are very, very intuitive in the setting, if I try to explain it to you right now, you'd think I'd sound crazy, but they feel to me very good, very natural, uh, very simple to maneuver, and they've definitely the controls are much simpler than uh, Heavy Rain, which I don't know if they're too simple because obviously I've only played about forty-five minutes of the game, but they're they just it felt very intuitive to me. The whole control scheme of the game, which is nice, and it's a cinematic wonder, and it looks fantastic. Do you? What do you? Well, what, what do you guys think um, about Beyond Two Souls? I personally haven't played it yet. Um, I've seen some screenshots, and I do have to say, the one screenshot that I <laughs> find hilarious is that um, it shows her going into a into a bathroom stall, and <laughs> your options are number are um, number one, number two, and insert tampon. <laughs> That's just a joke. You know that, right? Oh, it is. Yeah, that's a Aww. that's a meme. <laughs> I thought I, I I was willing to buy the game just because it had that sense of humor. No, 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 no. That's Aww. a meme. Yeah, there's a whole article on it. I'll send it to you. Oh, sorry. Well, now, now I just look stupid. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that too, and I just kinda... well, aw, you don't let look it happen. Stupid. Yeah, I let that one happen. <laughs> uh, anyway. Any, what do you um, what do you guys think about? Because this game is pretty, you know, cinematic. I mean, it's a cinematic wonder. One of the biggest complaints I was hearing was that you feel like a passive participant in the game. Okay. Which um, would bother me because I think games are all about being a participant in the story, like interacting with the story and having some say in it, right. or at least 
well, not in, not in all cases, like with The Last of Us, you're being told a very specific story, but you still have a part in it. Um, where, it, as it sounds like with Beyond Two Souls, you're kind of just watching a movie and moving the character around sometimes. And, like, your decisions don't even matter from what I've seen. Like, you can choose what you want to eat for dinner, which won't affect anything later on in the story, except for maybe what she does in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good there, Mitchell. That was a good one. Thank you. See, you're way better at this whole segue thing than I am. I'm gonna find <laughs> I'm gonna find that article for you, gosh darn it, because it was pretty funny. They had a bunch of other memes for the game. Hmm. I, speaking of Beyond Two Souls, though, did you guys see the news story that broke today? Um. Uh, apparently, someone has a debug copy of the game. Hmm. And they there's a particular shower scene in the game now it doesn't show anything in the shower scene but in the debug it has a full render of ellen page naked in the shower and like he posted it online and it's just is there any detail yes detail oh, there is oh yeah okay I, i'm once i didn't again, know if it was i oh, need God. i need a um i need a bs button so I can just press every time I I call BS on something. You want? Do you want to call BS on it? Yeah, I want to call BS on because I know. I mean, someone that wants to do it can very easily render something like that. And also, you gotta remember these are programmers. They're lazy. They don't want to go and go and fully. Um, I don't render. think. I don't think David Cage is is lazy. Well, I'm not saying that they're lazy, but it's but it's more work than what they already have to do. I mean, I'm sure this is already a ton of work. I mean, why would they want to have to go and go um, go and detail an entire will, render of a of a new woman? I will. I will say this: there is. Let me read the quote here. Beyond Two Souls used the same type of highly advanced motion capture featured in the movie Avatar. And David Cage said that Quantic Dream, quote, gathered all possible information about the actor's body, end quote. Additionally, earlier this year, the European version of the game was modified such that, quote, the more graphic content is shown from a different angle and not visible, end quote. So, can Oh, oh, wait, hold up, hold up. Now, are you saying that one of the, um, are you saying that in, like, some versions of the game you do see something? No, and it's just... Is Europe, it always shown from outside the shower? I don't know what it's like in the Europe edition. There's a video in the link I just sent you of the American version, and it doesn't show anything. But um, the it's just a very... I've, I'm pretty sure this isn't BS. Their attention to detail is astounding as a company, and you know, if something is a debug, I mean... I don't know how it works over there, but I'm pretty sure it's fine. Especially if they just have the data from the capture, if they're using stuff similar to Avatar. It's, uh, someone just has the Diva copy and sent those pictures. I mean, I sent you the link to both of them. The memes and the, um... My gosh, the memes are so funny. Uh, the memes and the, um... The news article that broke today. But, um, I mean, you can read both of those later and see if you want to hit your BS button again. Yeah. While you decide if you want to hit, I, I don't know. X for I, one, I, <laughs> number one. I'm, 
Okay, you see, now I'm actually watching the scene right as we're talking. Okay, yeah, I could I could see how. Yeah, they There's might a, have fully detailed it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm I'm SBing it. <laughs> you're un you're unbsing it. <laughs> okay, can you see? I I thought that was like something kind of similar to like something like The Sims, to where it only shot like the outside of the shower and maybe had like dialogue going. Oh no! But no, it actually has her in the shower. Oh yeah, no, this is uh. This is Quantum Dream. They they go all the way. All or nothing. Yeah, it actually probably would be easier to just fully render it. Yep. So, in the spirit of... Yeah, nope. I really do not have a smooth transition from a naked Ellen Page in the to the next In the spirit of naked cats. I No, really, I got nothing. I could say oh. something about Elizabeth or something. Wait, hold up. Hold, let, me, let me try. Wait, I, wait. I was looking at that. Um, wait, let's see here. Um, well, you know, beyond two souls, and there's two souls in Bioshock. No, there's that woman. There's that the man. Oh, two wow. souls. No, no, no. I think me and me and Mitchell here are the only ones that have beaten Bioshock Infinite. I am waiting for the game of the year edition. Don't just buy the season pass for twenty bucks and move on with your life. No, I'm actually, and I would. It's first of all, Bioshock Infinite's forty dollars now. So if you bought the season pass with it, it'd be the normal price when it came out. Anyway, the next news article is that Bioshock Infinite DLC previews have hit the web, and a release window has been announced uh, before the holidays of this year. And it's the first part of Buried at Sea, where we see Booker and Elizabeth in Rapture trying to find a little girl named Sally. And there are there's actually the first five minutes of gameplay of Rational Games uploaded. I watched it. Very... Rapture looks so good. <laughs> Rapture looks so good. And I'm very excited to see how this all plays out. Because all we know, this DLC could just blow a door wide open and we could see the very next Bioshock game and where it could potentially go. It's just, I'm excited to play it. Mitchell, being the only other person that's uh, played Infinite here, what do you yeah. what do you think about the Buried at Sea DLC? So I actually avoided this preview. Okay. Um, because I'm trying, I don't want to spoil that for myself before I go into it, so I didn't watch the five-minute thing or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love that we're going back to Rapture. I saw that original trailer mm-hmm. that came back like a, a few months ago, and I thought it, at least it looked like it captured Rapture's essence perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like the different take where Elizabeth is definitely not uh, the same kind of character she was in Infinite. Right, right, right. I think it'll, I, I think it'll be an interesting, uh, interesting change. Um, I, I hope it'll tie into wherever Bioshock will go next. I, I do want to say this is not spoilish at all, but close after the launch of Infinite, a fan tweeted at Ken Levine, I don't know if any of you guys saw it, he tweeted just concept art, fan art really, of a new Vigor called Old Man Winter. And let me pull up the picture and send it to you guys. Anyway, Ken Levine loved it so much that he included it in the game. And old this, really? this, this kid's Old Man Winter... Vigor is going to be in the game. Let me type winter. In burial at sea? Yep. Here, I just got the link for you. 
here's the tweet. And it's, yeah, and something that I find really cool about Barry at Sea, I've actually um, seen like the initial one. I haven't seen the new trailer, but I've seen like the one um, mm-hmm. right here. I'm trying to open up the link. Anyways, um, I like how this is the first time that we're actually seeing Rapture, um, like back in its heyday, before the fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's the eve before the fall. It's on New Year's Eve of '59. So, it's I'm stoked. And, and while they haven't given a concrete date, they've said before the holidays of this year. So we could see it as early as next month. I mean, we will see it within the next one to two months, which is so exciting because it gives me an excuse to dive back into Bioshock. I think they might want to hit before the next console generation comes out. So we could see it like early November. Which would be fantastic, and I can't wait to see it. It's I'm so stoked for it. Just unbelievably stoked. Well, I'm planning on buying um, the. I'm buying Bioshock One, Two, and Infinite pretty soon. You should um, get the Ultimate Rapture Edition. It comes with One and Two and all the DLC, and then you can buy Infinite. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I do that. Um, but anyways, I'm going to go ahead and get that because I've always well, wanted to Bioshock, but I've never actually gotten around to it. Actually, you have a PS3. Just buy Bioshock Infinite and then buy Bioshock 2 separately. And you could probably buy the Game of the Year edition. That'll be cheaper. Because Infinite on the PS3 comes with Bioshock 1. Okay. Yeah, on the disc. So do that instead. Because it'll be cheaper for you to buy Bioshock 2 separately. Um, okay. Enough talk about Vigors and Salts and Rapture. and Bath Salts. No, not Bath Salts. Real quick, Max, before we go on to our next, our final stretch of uh, Nintendo news. Okay. Spoilers for the upcoming news. Um, I want to talk about a game real quick. Okay. The Shoot. Wolf Among Us. The Wolf Among Us, which came out today. Okay. Friday, I, October 11th. Gonna, Have you done any research into this game? The only thing I know about it is, A, I believe it is based off a comic, and B, it's done mm-hmm. by the people that did, it's Telltale, the guys that did The Walking yes. Dead. Oh, and also they did um, the Homestar, the Homestar Runner yes. games, and oh my god, you know what that is? Yes, I love Homestar Runner. Oh my god, Alex, we just became best friends. Mm-hmm. I have a we box copy. Of, I have a box copy of Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People. Oh my god, that's great! On my shelf. United and it feels so good. Okay. But <laughs> no, I I love Homestar Runner. I'm so sad they stopped making it. I know they they brought it like the strong bad emails back for like five episodes, and, and then stopped. they stopped. I I don't understand. It's like they're playing with our emotions. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Matt Chapman, who's one of the animators, did post a script of a new email like a year ago, it said like we're coming or something like that. So they definitely have plans I, to keep going. But anyway, <laughs> yes, the wolf, uh, the wolf among us. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off. No, topic. no, no, yeah, no, no. I love strong it. Bad. Strong bad. Yeah. Bad. And Coach Z. <laughs> Good <Lord>. job. <laughs> the wolf among us. Right. Tell um, me about it. It's based off of Fables, the comic, which brings 
like Aesop's fables into the real world in this town in New York City called Fable Town, I believe. Okay. And you play as the and they each have this like potion that turns them into humans so they can actually interact with society. Okay. And you play as the big bag the big bad wolf who is the sheriff of Fable Town. And I'm pretty sure there was a murder and you go through the story of the big bad wolf like slowly becoming like the good guy and the hero of the story. Whereas obviously in like Little Red Riding Hood he's the antagonist. Okay. Um, Ooh, but, I like it. I like it. Have, have you played The Walking Dead, the uh, the episodic uh, series? Let, let um, I have it. I I was actually on. I escape. I was escaping you that when I bought it a long mm-hmm. time ago, and I played maybe an hour to two hours of it, and I immediately felt like this game needed to be played with a mouse or with a touch screen, and it was. I got stuck somewhere. I'm looking for something to unlock a door, and I can't find it, and so I just haven't picked it up okay. since. I'm hoping. What I want to do I know exactly where you are. Yeah, I think I want to just wait until I get a Vita and buy the Vita version of it because that it'll have a touch screen. Good idea. Because it's a very point and click, which is totally fine. It's just it's the first game I've played that need. I know instantly it was not designed for a controller. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very easy platinum, by the way. When when you beat the game, you get the platinum. Yeah, which I've heard and I, I want it. I do want that platinum, so. Maybe I don't know. But the Wolf Among Us is made using the same engine, so it's it's very reminiscent of The Walking Dead. It's still a point-and-click adventure game. Um, the art style is a little different, though, where it still has that you know dark horror look of mm-hmm. Walking Dead mixed in with a more bright and colorful like fairy tale right. look to it. Okay. Um, I I think that's it. Oh, one of the big things in it are there are. Ra- Random action sequences where you can like start fighting people around rooms and use the environment to uh, help you. So like you can push a guy against the table and then grab a bottle and like smash it against his head, or you like can an grab Uncharted a mirror 3. and shove it over his head. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, Love it. So yeah, The Wolf Among Us. It's twenty five bucks, I think, for the season pass to get all five episodes, which will be released over the next like six months. That's awesome. It's like it's it, you know it's like episodic content. TV and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. that's great. And they're each about two hours long. So is it? So it plays out like Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people, right? Yeah. Except uh, it follows more of a storyline than Strong Bad did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like each episode connects to the episode, and the decisions you make in episode one will affect episode two, affect episode three, whatever. Whereas Strong Bad, you just got to play through episodes, which were awesome. There we go. By the way, by the way, guys, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything, but I am going to say something. Um, wolves being humans, I'm not going to say anything, but wolf's rain, wolf's rain. Anyone that knows what wolf's rain is, that, that they'll agree with me on something. Okay, anyways, yeah, so that's all. All right. Well, I love that little tangent. I do. I really do. And now we're we're really going to dive into a lot of Nintendo. Um, yep. We've got only two more pieces of news. Let's try to make it really quick. But everything from here on out is about Nintendo, which is why the name of this is going to be pretty Nintendo-based. So let's start off with just the quick little blurb. In 56 minutes, Pokemon X and Y is released worldwide. and technically two days ago for you guys. Technically, yes. Uh, at the time of this recording, I mean, if you just go to the Pokemon Twitter page and you look at some of the... 
the tweets of the line in New York City right now for the launch event. It's utterly insane. And I plan to download it on my 3DS after this show. But everyone should be pretty stoked about that. One article I did read, though, uh, that was pretty, I thought, interesting was that Game Freak and Nintendo are not going to be doing any form of microtransactions or DLC in the Pokemon franchise. And I just wanted, because apparently it takes six months to design a Pokemon. It takes six months to the, to the, really? According to the game director. Is it the game director I want to be? I know it's in this article. Let me... Masuda. I mean, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard. Come up with some concept art. Go and put in... um, Director. He's the game director. Yeah. Like, you might need to balance it in the game. It might be kind of difficult. Yeah. According according to them, it takes uh, six months to design a Pokemon. And I did read an article a while ago that it could take up to a year for them to design the... The main legendary Pokemon, you know, the one that's on the box and promotes it. So, you mm-hmm. know, die out. I'm sure that they're working on other stuff while doing that. I'm sure. Because if not, it would have taken, um, like, how many Pokemon are we at now? Over. Uh, there's significantly less at least than 10. one. We're close to 700. Oh my god. I think we're at 750. Around there. So if you do. 700 times 6 months. That would be about 400 months. I mean, you'd be around 300-something years. Jeez. So, that, that math works. I mean, So, you, you heard it here first. You've heard it here first, folks. Pokemon has been around longer than the United States of America. Breaking news. America. <laughs> all right. I mean, come on. I mean, they've had all these regions <coughs> being discovered. I mean, why not the USA be discovered as a part of the Pokemon series, you know? Kanto. I hear that this new region is, like, based off of France it or is. something like that. It is. I have the poster map of it. It's There's an Eiffel Tower. I mean, it's smack dab in the middle of the map. It's based off France. So is there going to be a um, – are there going to be silly Frenchmen running around hitting you with baguettes? I probably. Probably. Does – what do you guys think about Pokemon not having microtransactions or DLC? Do you, do you want Pokemon to have DLC or do you think it's okay that you're getting one package and one package only? I um, personally feel that I like DLC – if it's not already in the game. I don't like keys that unlock stuff that's already in the game that you paid for. I don't like day one DLC. Okay. If it comes wrong, if it comes along like six months later, then I'm okay with that. But don't do it the same day that the game launches and then you're like, you could have just put it in the game. Okay, so like Dead Space 3 had 16 pieces of DLC day one. Yes. Okay. That, that is a jive move. All right, I I agree with that. I think day one DLC uh, is not cool, but I am a I love DLC. I have to say, if it's ever if it's story based and it's a game I love, I'll buy it. I've got Assassin's Creed Three, Last of Us, Bioshock Infinite, um, and if it's a multiplayer I love, which is very rare to come by, I'll you know I'll pay for it. But I feel like in Pokemon, I agree with you know the whole package deal. But if they could, you know, 
six months, six, eight months down the line, they could give me a new pack with like four new gym leaders. That would be so much fun. That would be so cool. I would love to do that. What is... Wait, hon. I, I think I hear Rocky talking, but it's just like I, like he's not talking. Like, sorry, like sorry, 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 sorry. I was trying to find this thing and, and stupid advertisements I think are talking. Okay. Oh, oh okay. I thought that you were talking like you turned down your microphone volume too low. Okay. Nah, Never mind. We good, bro. Rocky, Rocky, you're big. You're getting Pokemon X or Y. Uh, you're the only other 3DS owner on the show. What do you think about Pokemon not having DLC or microtransactions? Um, I personally, I am okay with it. Because once I buy a game, like, especially a Nintendo game, I mean, I really don't, I don't think about, you know, DLC being an option. Like, once you play the game, you've pretty much, you know, played the game. And that's, I think it's more of an incentive for them to put more effort into just, you know, what's the word? Just this part of the game, you know, just... Just, just the game. game. No extra anything. They know that all their focus has to be in the game and everything they want to, you know, be in here. And for all those things that could have been DLC that they may have been thinking about, it'll go in the next generation and we'll have something even more big to look forward to. And we'll have these large gaps of, like, innovation, if you want to use that as a term. Right. I could use that as a term. Yeah, between, between generations of Pokemon, mm-hmm. you know? Like, um... For instance, um, I was trying to think of something I heard the other day. Like when they added breeding in, yeah, that had been in like that had been like an idea for Pokemon since like the first generation and like betas and stuff, and there had been code for it, but they absolutely just scrapped the idea because they just didn't have enough time. Okay, to make it work right, and then it finally came in. Um, what what game did it come in? I want to say Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, uh was it? Was it Crystal? I don't know. I skipped all those generations. I did, I played Blue, then I played Diamond, and now I'm playing X. So you're jumping all over the place. I it, it I have to be pumped for a Pokemon game to uh to dig in. I do have a copy of Gold though. I got to that Moo Moo Farm thing and never went past it. Uh, well, anyways, X and Y is gonna be awesome. Yeah, uh, and. Wait. I do. Speaking speaking of Pokemon, I I did set this segue up in the notes. Rocky, um, you you found this image, you sent it to us, and then right before the show, you told us you had some more news about it. So why don't you tell us about these supposed leaked images of Mewtwo in Super Smash Brothers Four? All right. Well, <sighs> folks. Uh, well, uh, I was searching the internet. I'm subscribed to many Nintendo thing, news feeds that I, I seem to get in. And this image popped up on the internet uh, a few days ago of uh, what seemed to be Mewtwo in his uh, Mega Mewtwo Y form uh, with Pikachu on Battlefield in Super Smash Bros. Wii U. What? That picture? Um, I didn't see that picture. I saw the one with Luigi on it. No, no, this is like this is like an actual like legitimate picture. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, this is the one I was talking about. Um and the thing was uh the the like Mewtwo looked kind of small compared to to you know you what you think his model would be. Um 
Pikachu just looked weird, and it was, you know, it was kind of blurry. And Mewtwo was facing away from us, and it looked like he had the final smash aura around him. Okay, uh, I see the picture you're talking about now. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this image was confirmed fake uh, just recently. Turns out that they rendered... Uh, I was reading comments very briefly today, so excuse me if some of this is wrong, but, I mean, it's in the general direction. Um, apparently... Uh, the the Pikachu is rendered from one of the screenshots on the website, and they just did something with uh, the stage, and Mewtwo was just kind of put in there. So, so who confirmed or denied? I should say. Uh, I'm not really sure. Ah, uh, the guy that I got the news from. This is Smash Central on YouTube. Uh, there's your little plug. Yeah. Um, I was reading his comments, and he's very, you know, up and all this stuff. Um, very professional, I'd, I'd have to say. Um, but, I mean, he just posted in the comments, responding to all of his viewers. He's just like, yeah, it's been confirmed fake. And he changed the title to make sure it was confirmed fake. Um, let me actually pull that up so I can read you what he said. Okay. That would be a good idea. I've, I gotta say, I'm surprised he, Me Too wasn't announced today. Or, yeah, if that was. Time. I, I mean, I I I went on because I wanted to be right. I'm usually really good with predictions, um, like the DSI and the Wii U and, um, but oh yeah, the names. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the names. I remember that. And uh, it's just I was like, okay, because X and Y is coming out on Saturday, they're gonna do a cross promotion. Uh, you know, announcement and Mewtwo is going to be announced on Friday. Unfortunately, to everyone's surprise, it didn't happen. Uh, so it's kind of disappointing. I think I found that picture of Pikachu on the website of, uh, yeah. It's yeah. a picture of Pikachu on Battlefield. Kirby's in the shot. Here it is. Confirmed fake Mewtwo. Y screenshot. Let's see what we got. Uh, comments are loading. All right. I was in. No, that's not it. Pikachu was rendered from another image on the official website. Confirmed fake. Um. See, I could not post the image. Blah blah blah. The battlefield and Pikachu image were we've already seen. Yeah. So that's. I mean, we just figured that out. Um. So, confirm fake for now. Hopefully, confirm true. Mewtwo coming soon to a Smash Brothers near you. Mm, nice rhyming scheme. Uh, I didn't even know it ran, uh, rhymed. That was pretty awesome. There you go. Um, okay. I want to... By the way, I would like to say real quick while we are talking about um, Pokemon. Okay. Go for um, it. I have noticed, back whenever like the initial trailers for X and Y came out... I noticed that it seemed like there was a bit of a frame rate issue on it somewhat, but now that I've seen like um, the most recent trailers for it, um, I've noticed that the frame rate issues have actually kind of, from what I've seen anyways, they still might be in there, but um, like in the battles, whenever people were attacking, um, like, I mean, you would just see, like, it would like skip a frame or two, and now it's just gotten a lot better. Also... I'll tell you about it in, you know, in the next couple of days because I'm going to download this sucker 44 minutes. Not like I'm counting down or anything. 
<laughs> not not, that, not that you are staring at your 3DS with intense passion. How do you know that? We don't have our webcams on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So what you, you assume that I'm not looking out. You assume that I'm not right outside your window. Too bad all my windows are shut. That's what you think. <laughs> Anyways. So, what version are you getting? X. I want rainbow antlers. Yeah, I'm going X, too. And I want Mega Charizard, the blue fire. Yeah, I mean, why not? But um And with, well, you see, with I that am a male. pun. With I that pun. Male, so no, I'm no. going to get X and Y. No, no, no. Oh. With those yeah. two terrible puns. Let's move into the topic of the week. Last last Monday, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct, and it was pretty re- it was pretty awesome. It gave some pretty sweet updates about some games, about one disappointing one, and a lot of exciting new trailers. Very very cool, and I just wanted to talk about that stuff this week. So they started off they instantly. I rewatched it today. Uh, Iwata came out and he said. Let's talk about Super Mario 3D World. Watch this trailer and gave us like a two and a half minute trailer that was filled with a bunch of new items. Thebomb.com. Oh yeah, it was thebomb.com for sure. <laughs> I mean, it was it was so cool. There were new items and stuff. So let's let's talk about that stuff. The first the first new item they showed off, the double cherry. What do you guys what do you guys think about the double cherry? Lots of easy, low-hanging jokes to make. That was dirty. Real dirty. But, um, no, which one actually was the Devil Cherry? I didn't, like, the one, there's just so much going on. The, the one that duplicated your character. Oh! Um, well, I mean, it looks like it's going to be, it looks like it's almost going to be like Ice Climbers from Super Smash Brothers. Except with Mario. Yeah, I mean, except for, like, a platforming setting. It'll make for some interesting gameplay. I just... Apparently, you can clone yourself up to five times in single player, two or three times in multiplayer with everyone else. Multiplayer's gonna be hectic! Oh, yeah, it is. It's gonna be cool. Do they do the same moves that you do? Yeah, they mirror, they mirror you exactly. Okay. It's kind of... It's... It looks chaotic, but awesome at the same time. So if you, so if you, you're Mario, right? And you pick up a double cherry, then there's suddenly two Marios. Then if you pick up another double cherry, then there's three Marios, and then four, and then up to five Marios can be on screen at once. And they'll like if they were fire Marios, you hit the fireball button, five fireballs will spew out instead of just one or two. It looks. It's going to be absolute our chaos, is what's going to be. It's going to be. I was. Sweet. I was really kind of leaning towards. Uh, it's another Super Mario. This with multiplayer in it. Congratulations. It's going to be okay. And then I saw this trailer and I was like, man, this thing's going to be really cool. This is. If, this is the, when the game first came out, they announced it. It was. It was very like really. We're just getting a sequel to 3D Land. Where's our Galaxy 3? And then they showed off some stuff at E3. The cat suit, which kind of freaked everyone out for a bit. Cat suit's a lot of fun. And then I played two... I played three levels of the game at the E3 demos they had at the Best Buys. 
three levels of the game. Very, it felt good in the gamepad. Fluid gameplay, multiplayer was fun. Nowhere near as bad as New Super Mario Bros. I mean, still chaotic and competitive, but you weren't on top of each other all the time. There was a lot of exploration to do. And seeing this trailer, the jazzy upbeat music, all these crazy cool new items, all of the different settings for levels. This could be. This is a Mario game that mixes things up. That's not afraid to take Mario and put some spice into it. That's uh, I'm I'm stoked to play it when it comes out. Absolutely stoked. Another item they revealed was this bullet bill type box. You pick up this box, it covers your character completely, and you shoot bullets. You can, can shoot bullets out at enemies. Same kind of concept with a coin block was also in the trailer. What do you do? You guys think that's a bit of a overpowered power up? It, it looked pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, free lives. Yeah, uh, in essence, yeah, shooting people it affect protects you. I, I'm kind of. It's going to be interesting. I think the coolest quote. Uh, I'm doing air quotes here. Item I saw was in the silhouette level. There were fuzzies, which I correct me if I'm wrong. I believe we're introduced in Paper Mario, a Thousand Year Door. Maybe. I don't know. There were fuzzies there, and you couldn't destroy them with fireballs. There was nothing you could do to destroy them. So you crept up on a sleeping piranha plant in a pot, and you could pick up the piranha plant, and it would eat the fuzzies. And the piranha plant effectively was your item, and it would just eat enemies and bad guys in your way. So it's like Yoshi on steroids. Yeah. That was the coolest item I saw in the whole video. That was... Uh, I don't know what stops a piranha plant from turning around and eating you, but I like it. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. There you go. And then also to kind of end off the Mario announcement, they announced Mario and Luigi themed Wiimotes with their logo in the middle, the same color. Pretty cool. I mean, not that everyone doesn't already have four or five Wiimotes, but if you want to add some special themed Wiimotes, they'll be out, I believe, around the Question same day. Is, what, what, what color are the sleeves that go on them? Are they going to be green and red, or are they going to be clear? They'll probably be clear. That's the same uh, same thing they did with the Zelda Wiimote, was clear. Yeah. Alright. And now, let's get it out of the way. We got the bad news, the sad news. Donkey Kong... <laughs> it's a little cold-hearted. Oh, and the show's over now. That's it. That's it. More, too many bad puns. We've overloaded. <laughs> we have we have reached the pinnacle of punning. Oh, gee whiz. We no. We have reached the punnable. <laughs> Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. <laughs> he isn't even going to acknowledge it. <laughs> Was officially delayed. Until February 2014, it was slated to come out in December of this year, and it was delayed an extra two months. This is Retro's sequel to Donkey Kong Country Returns, which was absolutely brutal. One of the few games you want to throw a controller in. And now it's delayed, and I'm sad, because I love Donkey Kong games. That's how I felt about Smash Brothers. <laughs> it got delayed like three times. It did, just to put slipping in. I was just fixing the same. <laughs> they had to take all the time to put tripping in. 
I, I really would love to know who at Nintendo thought, you know what, we need to put in this game. We need to put tripping in. Well, uh, I can't yeah, no, just You know, guys, I'm sick and tired of really hardcore gamers being able to beat the casual gamers. I at least want the casual gamers to be able to get one point. You know, like Cammy Dunaway. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> See, it no longer works there. Um, so, let's just add this mechanic in that randomly, at completely random times, makes you fall to the ground. Let's call it tripping, and let's not tell them about it, and we have to delay the game to put it in. They, they already confirmed it's not coming back for Smash 4, so... Thank goodness. They confirmed that day one. <laughs> day one of the reveal. It's uh, It's disappointing. But knowing Retro, I mean, we were talking about this before the show. To our knowledge, Retro hasn't made a bad game. So I'm okay if they take an extra month or two to tweak it and make it perfect. Perfectly difficult, but perfect nonetheless. What did they work on before Metroid Prime? Let's look it up. The power uh, uh, oh, uh, well, no. you can go into the next one. I'll, okay. I'll, uh, what did they do before Metroid Prime? Mitchell Morgan will look up the answer. Oh, they did um, Ninja Gaiden. Wait, no, no. Wait, they might have been. I'm not too sure if they did Ninja Let, Gaiden. Mitch, Mitchell will look that up. He's going to go to trusty, rusty Wikipedia, I assume. Let's, already there. Uh, Speed on to the next one. The, uh, Metroid uh, Prime was their first game. Metroid, there you go. Retro. Metroid. Oh. They didn't do anything before. So they've only made good games, for sure. It's only been Metroid Prime, Donkey Kong, and Mario Kart 7 for the 3DS. They did Mario Kart 7? They did Mario Kart 7? They also did Metroid Prime Hunters for the Nintendo DS. I forgot that, about that game. That was, that was, oh my gosh. I think that was the first game I completed 100%. They had a few games in development that were canceled, including Action Adventure. That's the title of the game. Word. NFL Retro Football, Car Combat, and Ravenblade. All of those sound terrible. Yep. <laughs> and right. with that, let's move on to topic... F- let's speed along to the next one. Yes. Really, that's not so much a pun. We should probably pick up the pace here a little bit. Um, Smash Brothers got a new character confirmed this week in the Nintendo Direct. A bit surprising considering that uh, this character's game is not due to come out till the end of the month, I believe. So yep. it was kind of interesting to see him show up. But Sonic the Hedgehog has been reconfirmed. Well, he's making a comeback in Super Smash Bros. 4. Whoop-de-doo, my least favorite character has been confirmed. I I like Sonic. Sonic's a fun. He's a very different character. And he, I mean, think about it. For the first time in the history of video games, legitimately, you will have Mario, Mega Man, and Sonic all fighting each other. You're too slow. I swear if that comes back, it's over. I'm trying to remember who Sonic's voice actor is. Um, I know the guy, the voice for Ezio and Batman did him in Wreck-It Ralph. The film Wreck-It Ralph. Wait, hold on. Sonic was in Wreck-It Ralph? For like 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, he just made a... I know, I know Zangief and Bowser were in it. Yeah, a, qu- a couple characters were in it. Talking about some of these pictures, though, that they revealed for Sonic, they show off what looks to be a new type of Green Hill Zone. 
very clearly taken from the new game Lost Worlds with its 3D art style. But it's very, very... He looks good on the 3DS version. It's kind of exciting to see him come back. They look like they've tweaked his moveset quite a bit. And uh, it's going to be... I'm excited to see more of the stage that he's on. This Green Hill Zone. It's pretty... Mm -hmm. I Again, only three brand new characters have been confirmed. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 characters confirmed so far. Three of them are brand new. And no final smashes confirmed. Oh, well, no, 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 no. We Fit Trainer has one. And Samus. Samus's was also. Oh, my God. Is Samus's the same? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does she turn... Except you can kind of control the angle. Does she turn into Zero Suit Samus? Uh, I would assume so. Uh, What's wrong with Zero Suit Samus? I don't. I don't like the way she plays. She, I would always try to get the Smash Ball again so I can go back to regular Samus. Mm, what I would do is I would start a match off as Zero Suit Samus because their suit crumbles and then their automatic item projectiles you can throw, and then I get Ooh. yeah, and then I get the Smash then I get the Smash Ball and turn into Samus. Mm. Secret. You heard it here, my secret Samus strategy. If you ever see me pick Samus, you know what's going to happen to you. So, moving on from Smash Brothers, we uh, we talked earlier about some DLC for a Pokemon game that's never going to happen, but Nintendo is embracing the digital uh, ecosystem of video games, and they announced at their Nintendo Direct Pikmin 3 was getting some challenge-based DLC, time-based challenges and whatnot. And while... I haven't played a Pikmin game ever, and it really doesn't interest me until I do play Pikmin 3. I think it's more important to focus that Nintendo is embracing that digital ecosystem in video games. Because that that is a very important culture right now, and an aspect of the industry. What do you guys think about Nintendo embracing DLC and digital content? Um... Well, I mean, when was the last time? Have they ever done DLC before? They, The first time they fully embraced it and really pushed it was with Fire Emblem Awakening for the 3DS. You could mm-hmm. buy characters, map packs, story, DLC, things like that. They really pushed it for that one. And it was so popular with that game that they've been slowly pushing it. Another significant one was Super Luigi U for the Wii U. I mean, Nintendo slowly trying to catch up with what the more adult uh, aimed consoles are doing. But what I think they need to do is just, they're playing it too safe. They just need to risk it all. Risk, in my opinion. Risk it all? Risk it all. They need to make an M-rated Mario game. Dude. For Pete heaven's sake. It's, Mario has an M on his hat. Oh my! God. There's gonna be sex. There's gonna be drugs. There's gonna be rock and roll. I will say Bowser this. Oh, I, I will say this in the the 3D World trailer. He's in that see-through pipe, that translucent pipe. He is behind Peach, and I mean, just look at his face. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Guys, guys, this is great. No, I looked. At, I was looking up who um did who does the voice of Sonic, and there have been several ones. But the most recent one has been Roger Craig Smith, mm-hmm. who, um, who, you know how he has that, you're too slow, type voice. 
No, yeah. he was in Code Geass and did the voice of Guilford, who has the deepest voice on the face of the planet. There you go. <laughs> He's like, Princess. What did you just Which, say? I'm, I said, <laughs> Princess. I'm pretty sure he's the new Joker, too, in Batman Origins. No, Troy Baker's the Joker. He's Batman. Oh, he's, yeah, he's Batman. Troy Baker's Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Troy, right. Troy Baker, that, that voice actor no one's ever heard of. Yeah, the one who played uh, Ellie. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, That'd be interesting. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, cool, it's cool to see Nintendo embracing the digital atmosphere. And with... This is the last last piece of news. Oh no, there's two more pieces of news. They're just they're very close together. I didn't put a space between those. All right, last piece of well, second to last. It's kind of big. This one's big. I have my own theory. You guys have got to hear on this. Well, let's start with what they revealed in the direct, and then we'll talk about the new trailer that just hit uh, an hour today. Yeah, an hour before uh, we started the show. Link Between Worlds, the brand new 3DS Zelda game, uh, set to come out November 22nd had a very interesting announcement that goes kind of back to the roots of the original Zelda. There is, in the game, a shop of sort called Ravio's Shop, R-A-V-I-O, his shop. And what you do is you can go there and buy the hammer, the boomerang, the magic rod, the bow and arrow, the hook shot, or rent them first, and then you can eventually purchase them. And you could go to the dungeons, theoretically, in any order that you see fit. Which After a certain point in the game. Yes, he did say after a certain point in the game, which I'm sure is probably fairly soon on. They're not going to make you go through a few dungeons first right. beforehand. So they're reimagining the conventions of Zelda, they said in the video. And very much like the first Zelda, at least what I hope is you can go to any dungeon, you know, in any order you want, but you're going to get to a dungeon that's too tough and you're going to have to go back and kind of find the right way, which I think would be awesome. Now, I could be totally wrong. You could go to a dungeon and they're all on the same difficulty plane. You just have to buy the right item to solve the puzzles. Then that would seem pretty lame to me. What do you What do you guys think about this whole choose dungeons in any order you want and renting items? Well, I would um, I would like to go ahead and say first the first Zelda, like the original Zelda, you could go into the dungeons in any order that you wanted. Right, right, right. There, there was no need. But I don't know how I feel about how you have how you have to buy the items. Um, I think that'd be good if it was like an optional one, and like maybe whenever you got an item in the shop, it would like have a little sold out sign or something. Right. And um, like it give you the option, like there would be a recommended order, and if you felt like going out of order, you could. Well, aw, the thing is, um. There, are, as far as we know, well, the dungeons won't have these items in there. Like, in order to go into the dungeons, you need these items, and they won't be within. Like, it's breaking the whole formula. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, is the fact that I don't like that they aren't actually in the dungeon. I don't have a problem with them not being outside the dungeon if it's completely optional. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel the same way. Um, that's kind of why I hated, not hated. Like I've never completed or really liked the first Zelda game because I like having a sense of direction of where I'm going. Right. And uh, without like a clear cut, oh, you have to do it in this order. I feel like Zelda game is just so big that I just 
I don't know. I just can't handle it, I guess. Maybe I'm too weak. I don't know. You're not the hero of time. <laughs> no! Mitchell, Mitchell, what do you think about yeah. Enoma shaking up the Zelda world? Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of Nintendo or Zelda fans aren't thrilled about it because, you know, Zelda has remained, has kept the same overall concept throughout the years, hasn't it? Um, right. you know, well, I mean, say, there's been like with Wind Waker, like you get the boat and you get to go to islands. And so there are little differences between the game. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've played two, I've played two Zelda games in my life. I am, I am bullcrapping all of this. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, there's new mechanics and conventions. It's, it's not as stare, copy and paste as, you know, a Mario game could be considered. Or a, um, I'm trying to think of something outside of Nintendo, you know, copy and paste is Guitar Hero or, okay, you know, um, Sly Cooper, but God of War. Link Between Worlds, the biggest departure that we've seen so far? Uh, besides Skyward Sword with its motion-based controls, like, this is every Zelda since, I mean, fairly early on, I'd say after the first two games... Every Zelda game, you've gone in a dungeon, gotten an item, and then that's how you solve the puzzles is with the item you find in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. This is very much going back to the roots, mixing, you know, shaking, shaking things up. Yeah. Well, I mean, t- in the original Zelda, you find the items in the dungeon. Right. But, um... Oh, crap, what was I going to say? <laughs> I forgot. I had, like, this great point, and I ended up forgetting it right as I was saying it. Ugh. Yeah. Brought to you by AW Productions. Okay, y'all keep on going. I'm sure it'll come to me in a second. Well, one thing I did want to point out: the game mechanic where you're like the chalk-drawn Link mm-hmm. on the wall, which looks straight uh, ripped out of Sideway New York. I don't know if you ever played that game. Never played that game. It's an indie game on PSN where you're a graffiti artist who gets sucked into the world of graffiti, and it takes place on like the. Uh, um, rundown areas in New York, and you fight evil graffiti. That it, it sounds looks, awesome. Yeah, it looks like just a almost a carbon copy of that, and I loved Sideway New York. So that kind of mechanic in Link Between Worlds looks sweet. Okay, I I think it's a very I think solving puzzles with it would be pretty sweet. And uh, yeah. especially today, right before we started recording, a new trailer came out, and they showed this portion where Link was you know, in the wall and there was a, a metal grid there and he he crawled in between the wall and the grid and then popped out and that pushed the grid off and made a bridge. So that's just an example of how you could solve puzzles with this. And I think that's awesome. And the new trailer kind of shows the story aspect of it. There's a new villain. It doesn't, well, I'll say this, he looks like a Ganondorf or Ganon, but that is not his name. Uh, they revealed a new location, and s- there's high rule and low rule. Uh, <laughs> low rule. More mm. puns, guys. More puns, and it's a very story. It shows painting concepts, and apparently, uh, none of us have heard this, but Rocky has said that he has a theory about this. So, Rocky, I want you to talk about this new trailer and your theories. So I want you to take the reins on this one. All right. Nay. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. So, uh, 
as you, we've all looked at this and we're like, oh my gosh, it looks like Ganondorf. And even even what um, uh, AW said before we ever started, he was like, it looks like a female Ganondorf. And I was like, yeah, it's a totally a woman. It looks like a mix between Ganondorf and Girahim. Okay. Now, I mean, so what you're saying is that some stuff got busy in Hyrule. Well, let me, let me. Stuff got low. Let me. I don't. Let me throw anyway. up a little caution flag here. Uh, are there going to be any spoilers for Skyward Sword here? No, no. This, the theory actually has nothing to do with Skyward Sword. Well, you just mentioned. Uh, but rather, it has something to do with Majora's Mask. Okay, we'll spit it out then. Okay, we, okay. we can spoil a 10-year-old game. This, other, this video came up on IG and a few. I'm going to play this. Can you guys hear? You heard earlier, so I'm going to turn it all the way up. Um, and hopefully they'll come upon it, and I'll pause it when it gets. It's only 2 minutes and 50 seconds. It's what? before... What the- this this is my basis for my theory. Hold on. Can you guys hear that just fine? Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a conversation. I'm Greg Miller here with IGN's resident tall expert. Oh, I watched this before the show. Nintendo, too. Nintendo. Yeah. You know, yeah, I guess, you know, tall and Nintendo. And speaking of Nintendo, A Link Between Worlds is coming up. I hear you have new information for me. Yeah, so I just came from the Eiji Numa panel where he was talking about A Link Between Worlds, the new 3DS Zelda that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And he basically called it, uh, there was a portion called an introduction to the game, and he basically laid out a bunch of things they've never talked about. Uh, how money will work for the item shop. We know uh, it's that. called rupees. Yeah, we money. know that. What we didn't know was Stick that... Stick to what you know uh, being tall. <laughs> what we didn't know was that uh, there are now um, sort of dungeons hidden all over Hyrule, and you will basically go into these mini dungeons, and there's a short series of progression, but when you reach the end, you get things like a hundred, you know, a silver rupee, which is worth a hundred, things like that. Um, he also detailed the new lower world, which I thought that was what he was saying every time he referred to it, but it's actually called Low Rule. Low so oh. And there's Low and the height joke comes around. Experts, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the king of Low Rule. Yeah. You're the king of High Rule. Put us together, and boy, howdy, do you have a video in your hands? Sure. Um, <laughs> he also, uh, let's see, so they also showed the villain, a guy named Yuga, who was kind of running around pushing people. Named Yuga, apparently. Bunch of portraits. And turning them into paintings. No, I don't know. Them. That's really bad. Dude, it's a, yeah, it's it's cool. Like a lot of the details there. Um, one of the more interesting things that he indicated though was at the end during the fan questions, someone asked him about Majora's Mask. Please make Majora's yes. Mask. Everyone's always asking make Majora's, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. He basically said, uh, "Finish this game, and they may answer your question." Ooh. Okay, that was mm. it. Okay. Okay. So he said, "Finish this game, and it may answer your question." Majora's Mask remake, right? What if this whole link between worlds has something big to do with the story of Majora's Mask? I searched that Zelda wiki before we ever started. There is no anything describing Majora, the person. We know about Majora's Mask. We don't know anything about Majora. So what if this wizard person, girl Mm. guy thing, is really Majora? Whoa. Whoa, man. Whoa, that's like some that's like some serious stuff, man. The great idea. I did you see the picture in Ravia's shop, Majora's mask is on the wall? No, I missed that. Well, that that's a thing there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. Your little theory. Have you looked at the official Zelda timeline? I have, but I'm pretty sure that Majora's Mask has already happened, hasn't it? Well, Majora's Mask and 
Link to the Past are in two separate timelines, and Link Between Worlds is a direct sequel to Link to the Past, so that would mean it falls within that timeline. Wait. Low Rule could be located in the other timeline. Uh, potentially, if we're crossing dimensions of time as well. Link Between Worlds. I mean, potentially, and then the timeline gets even more confusing, and I'm just going to be not even try to solve it anymore. Crazy stuff. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he could be Majora. Majora's mask itself is actually on the wall of Ravia's shop. If you look that up, it's there. It's a real deal. Uh, anything else to say about this exciting Zelda game? Um, I like I like the approach. Like this trailer really made me hype about the story. Uh, the soundtrack. I mean, I hear actual. You know, they're sticking with orchestrated music. And, uh, you know, none of that like simulated stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, characters look better than I thought they were going to. Zelda looks so adorable. I'm gonna say it. Zelda. Aww. Zelda is adorable in this game. Just watch that trailer. Look at her. She is cute. I just want to hug her. Just hug Zelda. She's adorable. By the way, did you also notice that the opposite, the other princess in the world of Low Rule is named Hilda? Yes. You remember Sabrina, the teenage witch? Uh, nah. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Hilda and Aunt Zelda. Anyways, I thought it was funny. That's, wow, that's sad. Guys, hold on, on, wait. Um, can someone lady explain this to me? Who was Hilda? And which one? Zelda or Sabrina? And Sabrina. Wasn't she the other aunt? She was the other yeah. aunt. Yeah. There's a show about a teenage girl who was a witch. And she had ants. <laughs> Not ants, uh. but ants. <laughs> aunts. Yeah. Aunt. Aunts. And they had a black cat. Yeah, they did. Yep. His name was... Come on. I remember what Come on, was. Alex. The classics. Stuff we grew up on. Oh, oh. I, I think I remember now. I, I think. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I, I'm sorry. If y'all want to ask me anything about anime or Japanese video games, I can I can answer that really quickly. Or even cars. Okay. But if you want to ask any trivia about Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yes. You see, you see, we cover each other's faults here on the game place. <laughs> yes. Yay. All right. Last piece of news from the Nintendo Direct. The surprise that caught us all off guard, he said at the very end, Mr. Iwata said... We have a game that we have not announced yet. We're announcing it today. Here you go. They threw us a trailer. It is officially a brand new Kirby side-scrolling 3D game uh, for the 3DS. By 3D, I mean it's a side-scroller, but there's uh, almost a little Big Planet-esque depth to it. You know, there's a forwards and backwards, but it's more pronounced in this game. And holy cow, it looks adorable, and it looks fun, and I really want to play it. Max, your adorable count is getting really high this episode. Well, Zelda's adorable and Kirby's adorable. I mean, it's just a, it was an adorable direct. And there were little Pikmin everywhere. And, and then there were kittens and then puppies. Well, there Can were. The name I mean, episode, cat, episode three, adorable direct. Well, I mean, there was, there was Cat Mario and they're adorable. I mean, the direct was just filled with adorableness. Don't forget, Mario looked up Peach's dress. Yes. Minus ten points. Anyway, what do you guys what do you guys think about it? Um, you know, this mechanic's been done a lot before. Um, if this is like the only new thing they're adding to Kirby, it's just kinda like eh. Okay. Eh. Come on, throw us something new here. 
that that's a fair point, I guess. I think it's really cool. <laughs> I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. I just I like the way they toy with the depth and the enemies move within the depth. If you notice in the beginning, they've got a Waddle D swinging on a rope, or later on in the trailer, Kirby is fighting a large uh, beetle of some sort, and the beetle is you can't see my hand gestures, but he is slither. If you imagine a snake slithering, that's how he's flying in the air. And Kirby can position himself where he will, Kirby will be out of the way while he either goes forward or back round over this path. And I think really with the 3D effect, the depth of this game could be really pronounced and it could add uh, a pretty interesting layer to the game's navigation and combat. Any anyone agree with Rocky or or is Rocky? I am staying completely neutral. <laughs> Me too. Wow, guys, thanks for wow input. You're both I, great. I, I don't want to be shot by oh, anyone, you so too. I'm just going to stay. guys. Guys, we're across. We're 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 states apart. There's no need to worry about me sending my hitman after you. Max, Max, I've seen. I, I've never seen you shoot a rifle, but how I know? I mean, I'm only like what 500 miles away from you. I mean, He's if you're powerful enough, to kill you. Uh, hey, you don't know how much money I have. Enough to buy a PS4. That's right, I do. That's right, I, I don't. do. That's enough to hire a mudkip army. Reminiscent. Glory days. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I think there's... So, are we going to actually do our game today? Nope, no way. There's no way. No. <laughs> In other words, our game's really toying with your mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's like the day that... The day that, that our game actually happens, there will be just the, the day peace on the land. The day our game will lay with the lion, there will be <laughs> I mean the day the day we actually play our game will be the day I don't have work at six AM. And it'll also be the day that Pokemon doesn't launch in ten minutes. <laughs> you know, it would also be the day where you should just come over to Louisiana and come work at Hastings with me, and then, I mean, then then you only have to go work at like nine. You know, if the world worked like Kirby 3DS, we could just jump between each other's states. There you go. Max, you could come up here. You can make apps with me. Oh my gosh, we should team go. up and make an app together. We could go the play in a band with Rocky. And y'all can also team up and make crack together since y'all both watch Breaking Bad. Uh, we don't make crack. Go, we make I crystal can go ride bikes with Alex. <laughs> it's probably not something you should admit on the air. <laughs> We're talking about Breaking Bad, a AMC. fictional television show on AMC. I have no part in any illegal drug business. You see, what you don't actually know is that Breaking Bad is actually a it's actually a sentence going on right now. There is actually a man named Walter White. That's everything he actually went through. Right. It's all real. Uh, someone tried to tell me it was a real story, and I was like, no way. Not a chance. Yeah, and, probably not. Anyways. So I think with that, let's wrap up the show. Go in the same order we introduced ourselves. You know, Tell them when they can find you on the internet. Throw in any plugs, anything you're working on. Uh, just throw it in there, and then I'll wrap up the show, and we'll talk about the music I'm going to play or the outro. Alex, 
Will, Will Max. <sighs> I don't actually have the channel's URL at the moment, but I'm actually working on a video about how to watch Evangelion. Now, this is a series that's very hard to watch because there's like 50 different things in the series that you have to watch and there's a certain order that you have to watch them and I'm making a video on how to watch it. So, that'll probably be up around sometime next week or by, by the time that we make the next podcast. But until then, if you want to follow me on Tumblr, my Tumblr name is alex of dash awesome dot tumblr dot com and if you want to follow me I will be absolutely happy to let you follow me and that's all alright Mitchell was that seductive enough? yes I'm going to go the exact opposite you can find me on twitter at mdog2438 Mitchell you need to put more soul into it hey no 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 I do Mitchell Mitchell twitter yes everyone go follow Mitchell on twitter mdog Two, what is it? Twenty three? No, twenty four. Twenty four. Thirty eight. Yeah. My bad. But talk yeah. about talk about the app that just came out. Yeah, I was I was going to mention that. I made I made an app. Uh, no big deal. Third it's third app. Third fourth technically. Okay. Uh, I'm speaking. Glad to you know. be proven wrong. Come on, Max. Gotta keep track. Of this stuff. Uh, sorry. Um. <laughs> it's called Bet Booker. It's uh, its main purpose is to keep track of your own bets that you make with your friends. You can go in there quickly, log uh, the details of your bet, set a reminder on your phone, and when that bet expires, it'll send a push notification. Say, hey, you uh, you owe Max Roberts that pizza you bet him because you thought the Browns were going to win the Super Bowl. Which, um, by the way, I don't know if you saw my YouTube comment or not, but that would never happen. <laughs> it was a ballsy bet. Yeah, yeah, I do. I had a friend download it the other day. We have a bet or not whether mm-hmm. her sister will get engaged on a trip she's taking to New York City. And uh, yeah, and I told her, I was like, just she, because neither one of us were going to remember. And I said, download the bet booker app. My friend made it mm-hmm. and uh, put it in there and I'll, you can pay me five bucks when she comes back engaged. <laughs> so uh, definitely check out Mitchell's app. Yeah. It's really cool. It's got a free and a paid for version, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only difference is the free version has ads. The paid version does not. There you go. So if you really hate ads, there you go. But if you just want to download the free option, I'd, I'm cool with that too. Just It'd be great if you could just uh, just let me know how you like it. Tell your friends about it. And just enjoy life. You know? Enjoy life. I like that advice. I do. And send your, all your hate mail to Mitchell. Please. Tweet at him your hate mail. If you I hate the app, let me know. But when I do. <laughs> yep. So is that everything for you, Mitchell? Is there anything That's else? That's it. All right. Uh, Rocky? Well, the name's Rocky. Um, follow me at RockDar12 on Twitter. You know what I find funny is me and Mitchell, uh, last episode, announced that we were working on something. And then this episode, we're done with it. <laughs> so um, my video, Multiple Personalities, can be found at www.youtube.com forward slash rockdar12. There should be more goodies headed your way. I have some pretty good discussions with myself coming up pretty soon. They should be hilarious. Great stuff. Um, and uh, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I love all of you. There are a lot of love going around right now. A lot of love. A lot of adorableness. A lot of love. Yeah. I I really I feel like, like we need I feel Pokemon. like we need an explosion somewhere in here. No, 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 no. no. You're going to ruin the whole vibe.
the mellow vibe. What? What? Man. Man. No, no, no. Nuclear let explosion. Me, let me... You had your fill. All right. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter, at MaxTheWhite. For all news involving the Game Boys or any news from Go Left Gaming, follow Go Left Gaming on Twitter, at Go Left Gaming. You can also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Go Left Gaming. Same with YouTube, forward slash Go Left Gaming. I mean, it's forward slash Go Left Gaming for pretty much any, any website you can think of. New episodes go up every other Monday for the Game Boys here. And just thank, thanks for listening. Don't, yeah. don't, you know, if you, if you like our show, subscribe on iTunes is where you can, or you can listen on Go Left Gaming's website itself, goleftgaming.wordpress.com. But, uh, share it with your friends, talk to us, tweet, tweet at us, email us, all that. We love you. Yeah, just, we want to be friends and just thank you for listening. Three episodes strong right now. I'm glad that you three joined me this evening to talk about a lot of Nintendo stuff. And, uh, well, thank you for inviting us. It's been a nice, warm welcome. Uh, my pleasure, I like to eat party gifts. Yes, you're very welcome. And uh, the psalm this week is... Uh, I couldn't really find anything on the website I went to before for like a chip-type music, a 8-bit-type music. Uh, it was kind of in a Mario or a Pokemon mood to celebrate Pokemon X and Y launching in three minutes. Uh, but you know what? I felt pretty. Not that he's counting. Yeah, no, no two minutes now. Uh, so I felt pretty nostalgic, and uh, it's the introduction to Super Smash Bros. Melee. I heard this song today, and the the whole intro video just flashed through my mind, and it kind of is ingrained. So I want to share that with you because that was part of my childhood, man. I think most of us played Melee for a good long while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. A little bit of nostalgia. Enjoy Pokemon because Pokemon's going to be awesome in one and a half minutes. And with that, always remember to go left. Yeah, alright, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Alex, you ready to go? I'm ready to go, man. I'm hot. I'm done.
Yeah, Mitchell. Please, oh, please, yeah. Please tell me you recorded that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been recording for the past 37 minutes. Um, Mitchell, Morgan. Yeah. Creator of BetBooker, the Beyond Soundboard, <laughs> Physics to Go. All those apps you've never heard of. I've heard <laughs> of them because I just named them. Are you ready <laughs> to go? Kind. Yeah, let's do it. You All right. Everyone good to go? <laughs> no. Actually, I'm good. I, I just wanted to voice opposition you know give us a bit of inner conflict all right then yeah let's go yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going in my candle's going the water bottle's ready i say we get the <laughs> show on the road before we start this all right quick. all right what Mitchell? i just got a tweet from some random kid he said been noticing that at blissful fiction i have no idea who that is looks a lot like the girl version of at mdog 2438 <laughs> oh well now the girl, the girl responded and said, um, what? And the guy replied back, he looks like you. I don't know if he got boobs and got longer hair. He would look like you. Wow. What? Uh, can I, if I search you. The smooth talker. Just want to hit, wanted to, like wanted to hit on the ladies. Tell them they look like a 15-year-old boy. That's right. With the with the voice of a man. Let's not forget that. Yeah, yeah. The voice. Mitchell, I, I want I want for everyone to know I'm 19, <laughs> and somehow a 15 year old kid has a better as a deeper voice than I do. I do not understand that. I never you. will understand that. You, I don't understand it either. Recording the boppy action. I listen to AW's voice. Holy cow! I'm just I'm gonna say, Mitchell. If everything falls through in your life, if writing falls through, if science falls through. If you know you cannot find a career in anything, become a radio host. Just just your voice is soothing and manly. You uh, could do na- audiobooks. Uh, you could. Read. <laughs> <laughs> you could like Mitchell. Mitchell, we oh, are figuring out your life good. for you. Read by Mitchell Morgan. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty sweet. You could be like the next Morgan Freeman, except you white. Actually, you could actually change, like, add on an additional last name to your last name, and you could be called Mitchell Morgan Freeman. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, well. Oh, I'm introducing you as that tonight. <laughs> and, <laughs> Mitchell yeah, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Oh. All right. Guys, we've already been talking for, like, 40 I, minutes. I know. <laughs> so, in the spirit of getting this show on the road,